0: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit MFM.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hey there. Thank you so much for tuning into this very special edition of both The Shaleen Show and Build Your Tribe. Now, as you probably know, I have two podcasts. One that is in the health category and one that's in the business category. This is an episode that I released over a year and a half ago, in November of 2014. That's crazy. And it's different from any other episodes I've ever done. It's a two-parter. And I wanted to share this with you because I just started listening to it again, just by chance, going through old episodes, and I'm like, holy cow, wow, how things can really change in a year and a half. This is a totally different episode than anything I've ever done before. It's highly, highly produced. It was during the time that I was listening to the Serial podcast, and so you're definitely going to hear some inspiration from that. And it's really kind of reality TV meets podcast. I recorded conversations with my family members, my team members, phone calls, my own decision making process, rides in the car with my kids. You're really spending some time, as if you were with me, during this two-week process when I felt as though I couldn't justify doing a podcast. Now, keep in mind that at the time, some of the things that I was really struggling with have since been solved because of something that didn't even exist at the time, which was Periscope, number one, and number two, I want you to hear these two episodes because I want you to understand the process when we make a difficult decision. And a big part of that is the reverse engineering of a difficult decision and really weighing out the pros and the cons and not letting your ego or quote unquote something you want to do because it's on your bucket list dictate the right decision for you. So you're going to hear some honest and raw conversations. This is a two-parter. This is part one. You'll listen to part two right after this, and again, as I said, I've decided to keep podcasting, and what you don't know at the time that I was recording these episodes is it's exploded my business, exploded our business, and it is truly the way I think I have found people who I better align with, people who we really get each other. So thank you. This is my moment of gratitude to you for sticking with me. The encouraging messages. Oh my gosh, the emotion in this episode. Anyways, enough about what you're about to hear. Let's hear the show.
1: Do you have a second? Yeah. Cool. So I obviously, the whole podcast thing. So obviously it's taking a ton of time and I want to figure out um, return on investment. Like, does this make sense? And uh, <sighs> I'm leaning towards... Obviously, well, this was supposed down. to be my
0: farewell episode. Right? I made some yeah, important says, promises you're... when I originally started this project Wait, and I we mean, planned strategically like... to figure out podcasting so that I could teach it to my marketing impact students and figure it out, understand it enough so that I could teach other people who it maybe made more sense to how to get their own show to rank and do really well in iTunes and and on Stitcher. And the commitment was that we would continue these two shows until such time that they ran their course in the new and noteworthy section of iTunes. That has been the plan since the beginning. Okay, so let me pull back the covers and lift the hood and let you take a look. In June of this year, I started focusing on the development of a business idea that involved podcasting. I've always loved podcasting. And honestly, I kind of thought that my own little hidden gem. I could listen to them, I could listen to great marketers and hear the best interviews and best practices and opinions, and I could learn about current trends. I mean, I'm a student, I'm obsessed with learning. And for at least the last eight years or so, I've been listening to really like high tech podcasts like from Leo Laporte and podcasts on marketing and business related things. And I always assumed that I was one of the few women who had actually discovered this advantage until I realized that there was actually a lot of women who were not only listening to podcasts, but actually had their own really great podcasts. So it became more and more appealing for me to consider launching my own podcast. So in June, I hatched this idea to release two podcast shows at the same time.
1: Hello, and welcome to Build Your Tribe. This episode will give you the advanced technique you need to immediately improve your Facebook reach and engagement to help you build your own online community. Here she is, the woman who works me to the bone. Shalene Johnson.
0: Well well well, look at me having Surrey. Do the introduction to Build Your Tribe. Hey there. Welcome to Turbocharged Life with tips, shortcuts and advice from the experts to help you create a crazy, ridiculous, amazing, fun filled turbocharged life. Why? Well, to be honest with you now, now you'll kind of understand like the whole picture. I did that to see if I could do it. And also because I just knew that I could get both shows to go number one in their category. I didn't think foolishly that I could keep them there for very long, but I knew I could do it at least in the first week of the launch because I have a, you know, really big or a sizable I should say email list and I've got a, you know, about a million in total followers and social media. So with those numbers alone it was pretty easy to project that I could go number one in two categories with two separate shows at the same time. Pretty cool, right? And what would be the purpose of that? Well, the purpose of that in doing my research was that I, I was pretty confident I would have both shows in the new and noteworthy category, which shows up on the main page of podcasting for iTunes. Okay, so then why did I want to do that? Well, I, I wanted to do that because I wanted to time it, both the release the release of both those shows, at about the same time that we would be opening up registration to my Smart Success program. So for those of you who, you know, really understand kind of marketing and timing and and all those things, that was the reasoning behind the timing of it. That was also, you know, to understand why I wanted to do two at once was just because it's like anything, like when you see one tweet from someone, it doesn't catch your eye. But when you see like five or six tweets right in a row from the same person, even if you find it a little bit annoying, you at least take notice. So I thought, you know, that would really stand out if there were two shows from the same person launched at the same time, both in New and Noteworthy and and in a bunch of different categories. And it worked. And I stayed in New and Noteworthy for 10 weeks. What I didn't expect to happen was to fall in love. Well, as with all relationships that you feel like you have to justify to other people because it just doesn't make sense on the outside, like the outside world doesn't understand why you're in love with this thing or this person, right? Well, that's where I'm at now. So I just keep going back and forth and around and around knowing that it really doesn't make sense from a business standpoint. And I teach people to evaluate if what they're spending their time on is the best use of their time. So so I just started asking for the opinions of people who I know will speak the truth to me.
1: Do you have a second? Yeah, sure. Cool.
0: So this is a call with Kevin Richards, and he's the person you heard at the beginning of this episode. Kevin is a business partner for both Brett and I. And he's a strategist. He's really great at being able to predict and strategize for our business. What I love about having Kevin as a partner is he always speaks the truth to me and he will challenge my ideas and he he really makes me prove things before I go in head first. And so this is a call I made after kind of being almost ambushed, I felt like, at A Friday night football game. Now, my husband is the football coach at a local high school, and Kevin and his wife, Molly, had come to watch the game. Usually, we don't talk business. I'm concentrating on my son, who's a quarterback, and my husband, who coaches him. But I could just sense that Kevin couldn't hold it in. And he pulled me aside on one of their timeouts, looked me right in the eyes, and said, What's going on with this podcasting?
1: So at the football game, when you were like, Hey, what's the deal with the podcasting? What's going on? That was probably like the first time I realized, I mean, I guess I've known that at some point I'm going to have to justify this or dump it, you know? And I know it served, I feel like it served its purpose during our launch, but I don't know. I know, I don't know. I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't have a way of being able to, I mean, I understand why you're questioning it, but I guess, obviously, it's taking a ton of time, and I want to figure out um, return on investment. Like, does this make sense? And uh,
0: I consider myself a pretty persuasive, well-spoken, competent individual. I made this call after having time to formulate my response and to passionately and eloquently convince Kevin why I should continue
1: so my thought was that i would com- that you know maybe so maybe i stop doing build your tribe like just you know say bye bye farewell farewell episode and then or do i not do that or do i put more emphasis into or do i close the Shaleen show and send people over to build your tribe right
0: I was struggling, to say the least. And I guess that's because, deep down, I'm not sure I'm convinced this makes sense. I mean, I love it. But is that enough?
1: So I think the big question, is: it all comes down to the primary purpose of the podcast. Is it attracting Mm -hmm. the new people that we want to attract? Right. All right. Yeah, and I feel like I'm giving away like amazing, amazing content that people pay a premium for. I mean, not everything. Obviously, I'm not going like in the deep, deep how-to like we do in Marketing Impact. But like, I mean, I hear what you're saying. If I've got that much time, isn't it from a return on investment standpoint? Like, you know, we're going to get a better return on investment if I spend that many hours on camera teaching to. Our students, our academy members, or just developing new content for them. You know, you know. Then you have to look at the continual time commitment of it. You know, mm-hmm. and the you know the work it involves, not just for you but for the team too. And is there something better yeah. use of your time? And
0: ugh, so he got me at my Achilles' heel. As soon as he mentioned the toll it's taking on the team, I kind of felt my stomach turn. I love my team, and the thought of inconveniencing them or Putting the team under duress to serve my own selfish pursuit made me rethink my position. If nothing else, I had to remember why we brought Kevin on board and the value in his opinion. You can almost hear how I've changed my opinion and my perspective at about this point in the call.
1: So if I, um, you know, take a break, basically, is what I think we're coming to a conclusion here. I take a break from both shows. I leave them there. I don't take the content down maybe, but then create an episode for both shows that kind of explains um, what they are. And I don't want to make any promises like when I'll be back or if I'll be back. But, or do you think I just, just don't say anything and just not upload a new episode? Yeah, you know, I, I think a wrap up Or kind of telling people, because if you think about it, it could actually explain to them the whole process so they could go learn how to do it themselves if you ended it that way. Um, Mm -hmm. Or we could clean it up, basically. Okay, okay, here's the ten messages that I want to leave for people forever. Kind of, you know, what's the thing that I want to leave out there? Huh. And do I say I may be back? I'll be back. (laughs) Oh, I don't know about that one. Yeah, that's the decision. Like, do I do a farewell episode for both? Or do I just have not do anything and have people go, I wonder what happened?
0: And so obviously, you now know why I wanted to create this episode to answer the question. I wonder what happened. And about the time I came to the conclusion that the right thing to do was to tell you what we were doing and why we did it. I started seeing this other podcast show rank above mine and everybody else's in the business category. At first, I ignored it. I thought, "Oh, it's just a new guy," and I really didn't like their cover art. I thought it was dumb. Then I listened, and I got sucked in. Conversations with my wife. I'm calling this miniseries "Startup." It'll be six to eight. And it got me thinking. Maybe the backstory is kind of an interesting story. So, true confession. The style of this episode is purely inspired by this American life, serial and startup, which I've fallen in love with, which might explain why I continued to search for evidence to support my case that I should continue podcasting.
1: So the consensus is that I need to stop podcasting. And are you doing them weekly? Weekly, we, get with the program here, sister. I'm doing uh, like four weeks. Week.
0: So the woman I just referred to as sister is actually my sister. This is my sister Janelle, and she's always got really great advice. I love talking to her for three reasons. Number one, she'll tell me like it is. Number two, she's a really smart businesswoman, and number three, I can make her laugh. You
1: do four Are, a week. No wonder I can't keep up.
0: Okay, so bear with me. I get that our voices sound so similar, it's probably difficult to distinguish when she's talking and when I'm talking. In this next part, you'll know that it's Janelle, because as you'll be able to see, she's not a huge fan of the idea. In fact, I think she's kind of spelling it out for me, and it's pretty convincing. And I find myself agreeing.
1: Because podcasts aren't a, a good form of like, it, it doesn't like, well, like with Facebook, one of the ways I get new followers is when people share my Facebook posts. Well, but people share podcasts too. How do they share podcasts? I've never, I don't know how to share a pod- podcast. Well, it's so It's so easy to put a video on Facebook, you know, and reach all these people that you normally would have never reached in the click of a button. This is true.
0: And here's me agreeing with her. I mean, I mean, why am I spending so much time to reach people I've already reached when I can reach perhaps millions with just a click of a button?
1: So it feels like, you know, a lot of work that if I just put it into a video and put it on Facebook, I would have, like right yeah. now, any video I put on Facebook, I get a million, at least a million reach, if not two million reach. Like Right. And that's taking me maybe 10 minutes versus this taking me three hours times 10. Yes.
0: So we ended that call with Janelle suggesting, why not just do one a month and just let people find it? And lots of really great podcasts do just that.
1: So regarding the podcast... I think it's six hours a week. And if you're not seeing a ton of direct benefit from now, I do think it's, it's a lot right now. I think you could do a podcast, as long as you enjoy doing it, I think you could do a podcast either monthly or quarterly, or you could do like two per quarter. So you do eight per
0: year. So yeah. that's my friend Brooks. And I wanted his opinion because I knew he knows my personality type. I tend to take on new projects, and sometimes, quite frankly, they don't make a lot of sense, but they challenge me. And I knew he would give me a reasonable opinion. Unfortunately, it was too reasonable, and I just wasn't willing to accept the fact that I could just do one episode a month, or even one episode a week. It's just not how I operate. I'm either all in or all out. Now I'm going back and forth. Do I stop podcasting entirely? Do I keep the show that really better serves the direction of my current business, which is business development, and really pursue the less popular of the two shows, Build Your Tribe? And then there's this question of whether this new obsession is taking a toll on my family in any way. And I want to be sensitive to that. I mean, they're my number one priority. Oh. So, have you guys ever listened to my podcast? No. Brock, you have? I said no. No, I have not. Neither of you have? I have listened to it when you listen to it in the car. Why don't you listen to my podcast? Because we have other things, to, have live other other things to live
1: in our lives.
0: You have other things to live in your life? Do you yeah. think I gave good advice?
1: Yeah, you probably do. You probably give great advice. That we've probably already heard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I do give good advice thank you very much and I'd like to give these two the advice of enunciating when they speak maybe I wouldn't have to ask them to repeat everything here's my question why are you hoping your phone like that because I'm recording us Oh. Um, I have two shows right now one's called the Shaleen Show one's called Build Your Tribe yep. do you think I and they're taking up a lot of time
1: okay.
0: do you think I should get rid of one or should get rid of both
1: yeah the tribe one because the tribe one sounds like a bad name for a <laughs> podcast Rock? I feel like I'm on an Indian reservation with the Build Your Tribe
0: uh, brother. Or like, that's
1: exactly oh, what I, I, I said too
0: you did? you don't like that name I told like you that that yesterday Belger I said you,
1: release, you get rid of one and just have the Shaleen show mm-hmm. yeah Cause <laughs> nobody knows that um, you're like part of if they heard the name they don't know what that is they don't know who you are but okay if
0: they hear the Chalene show, they're like, oh, Chalene show. It's <laughs> very insightful. Listen, if you ever need advice on any topic, ask a teenager. They know everything. And from what I could glean from this car ride, it wasn't affecting them. And that's good. As a reformed workaholic, I have many safeguards in place to ensure two things are essential in maintaining smart success. Number one, a set schedule. And number two, honest communication with the people who matter. So back to Janelle. That's my sister.
1: So where I'm at is needing like to face the fact that I need some tough love because I don't want to let go of this. I love, I freaking love doing it. I'm obsessed with doing it, (laughs) clearly. Yeah. It's like, you know, I know the advice I would give to anyone else. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked that you like doing them that much. I mean, you can hear it in your voice, but... Oh, my God. (laughs) Why are you shocked? Because when I listen to them, I'm like, this would have taken me so long to prepare. It's... (laughs) the editing, and it just seems like a lot. How do you I not mean, know what Brett thinks? Well, I mean, I think he supports me, but I also, I mean, there's also part of me that's like almost like a closet eater. Like I'm sneaking downstairs and editing podcasts or like sneaking downstairs to record an intro. So there's like a piece of it where, uh, you know, I feel like I'm asking him to evaluate like, hey, honey, do you think it's bad that I drink a glass of wine at night when actually I'm like, you know, in the closet? guzzling two bottles, you know? Right. <laughs> um, what does Brett think? Well, I don't know. I'll, I guess I'll ask him.
0: So I took her advice and I had that honest conversation with Brett. Honest with an asterisk next to my name. It's actually kind of uncomfortable to listen to, mainly because it's on record, like evidence. And here I am, I don't know if it's underreporting or flat-out lying about the amount of time I'm spending on these podcasts. Nonetheless, I got a sense of how he felt about it.
1: Are you still editing in all the shows? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. but I
0: mean, I do tend to like you if said, like
1: I cut like well,
0: out. like if there's a piece where I'm like the editor's not going to know that this. Well, how much time do you spend doing that after each show? Probably thirty minutes. So- if I interview somebody. If I interview somebody, I spend thirty minutes getting caught up on where they're at. Mm-hmm. Thirty minutes on their interview,
1: and thirty minutes editing.
0: And yeah, that's a good average because oh. I might spend five minutes and I might spend forty.
1: Okay, so an hour and a half per interview episode.
0: Yeah, that's a good that's a good
1: number. I don't think it's affected anything during okay. football season for sure because it's you've been doing them with kind of like. Like, right now, I'm leaving, and you're going down to do one. Right.
0: Okay, so if I'm spending, let's just say, just hypothetically speaking, three shows, three hours each.
1: Hmm.
0: So that's nine hours a week. Mm-hmm. Is that nine hours best spent on podcasting, do you think, in your opinion? Like, I know it's, it's crystal ball, but...
1: It's impossible to detect that. I mean you know you were you were one of the first ones to start monetizing Instagram. Mhm. Yeah, I mean your role has always been to be find the creative stuff, find out what's the what you know, be the early settler, be the first one there. You're you're doing your job.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I mean I'm creating it and I do feel like I also have to figure out like it's my job to promote it and also to know How to measure it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you're doing your part. I mean, what the f*** the rest of us doing?
0: Hey, I see what you're saying. Like, it's not all your problem. Like, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Like, what is anyone else doing? Like, why is it just me? Yeah. I like that idea. Oh, that was such a relief to hear him say that. You probably couldn't tell from my reaction. But I was so elated, relieved, to kind of feel like he had my back. It's true. What was anybody else doing to help me figure out. If this is working and, and how to reach more people. And, and so maybe it wasn't all my responsibility. And maybe I could expect my team. To if nothing else. Help me figure out like with certainty. Do I continue doing this? I, I want to continue doing this. And all I need is a little bit of evidence, like, let's find out if this is working.
1: And the rest of us got to pick up the (laughs) slack. I got to (laughs) go.
0: I love you. And when I listen to that little snippet of audio, I feel like in that very sentence, in that very exchange, just as he's leaving for football practice that I may not have found the answer, but i found the piece that's been missing, that's been bugging me. And I'm, I'm just trying to share an open, honest, and very real decision. What you've been listening to is kind of a, a recording of my own reverse engineering process. I mean, this is, how I, this is how we make decisions. What are our priorities? What is it we want to do? What does the research say? And then what are the facts? And until this moment, I thought I had made up my mind. I thought I had my answer. I mean, how could I justify spending hours and hours creating the show to reach you know tens of thousands? And and maybe that doubles by next year. But if I can create a 10-minute video and upload it, I can reach hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions in social media. And so if I'm trying to reach more people isn't it just irrational? I mean, isn't it just about my ego or isn't this just self-serving to continue podcasting? I mean, these shows are free and we we really haven't considered using a sponsor. Maybe there is a way to reach new people and, and maybe it's not all on my shoulders to figure that out. I mean, I am so proud of the content, of the education, of the value that's provided in these shows. I mean, it just, it feels right. Like I'm doing good in a way that's so much more compelling than a one minute video. What if there is a tool or a company or software or utility that helped us to promote this show and, and to know more about the demographics or like to track the traffic? I'm gonna keep myself accountable by telling you I am committed to making an unselfish decision that honors my priorities. I mean, what kind of role model would I be if I wasn't able to follow my own advice? So I can't promise you that this show continues, but I can promise you that I will make a decision not based on my own desire, but a decision that honors my priorities, and that's going to take some more research. I need to dig a little deeper. My lifers, you are youarethebomb.com. And now I need your help. I mean, of course, the obvious is I need to reach hundreds of thousands of new listeners. Like, that kind of solves everything. So in a very obvious attempt to help the cause, I thank you in advance for suggesting this show to to your friends, to new people, and most importantly, for leaving reviews on iTunes. But but perhaps even more valuable is your opinion, your advice, and any research. Like, there's got to be somebody listening who knows how to figure this out. So send me a voice message. You can do that by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. There's a place there for you to leave me a voicemail or send me a tweet at johnson. And I won't leave you hanging. I promise to release an update within the next week. So to receive notifications of the release of the upcoming episode, please visit shaleenjohnson.com forward slash podcast. This episode has been sponsored by CourageousConfidenceClub.com. It's a club that I've created specifically to help people who struggle with confidence and insecurities and social settings and, and just standing up for themselves, being yourself and feeling good about it all of us could benefit from having more confidence. I'd love for you to just experience a taste of it. So please be my guest by going to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Now, if you don't feel like writing that web address down or remembering to go there later, all you have to do is while you're listening from your phone, send me a text message. The number is 949-565-4337 and that is for US residents. Then just send me the word confidence and I will send you access to this video. This video will help you to eliminate self-doubt and just feel more confident in any situation, whether it's work or personal or just your social interactions. Every one of us can benefit from having more confidence. There you'll submit your email address and I will immediately send to your inbox my latest training video where I teach you step-by-step how to feel more confident in just about any social setting. I think you'll find this incredibly useful, whether it's business or personal or just in your everyday interactions. Confidence is something that makes life easier. It helps you to raise more confident, self-efficient children. It allows us to speak our mind, to stand up for ourselves, to do the things that otherwise we are paralyzed by fear. And we just allow our own thoughts to stop us. By learning how to overcome self-doubt and fear of success, you can become that confident person that others are attracted to. The person you want to be, the person you deserve to be, the person you know is inside of you. So thank you for checking out my free tools by going to ShaleenJohnson.com forward slash confidence tips. Get everything for your next project today at Menards and save big money. Keep your walls and trim protected while you paint with Scotch Blue Painter's Tape. It's designed for use on multiple surfaces and can be removed easily without leaving residue behind. Save big on Scotch Blue Painter's Tape from Menards. Also, view our weekly flyer on Menards.com and check out all of our great deals happening this week.
1: Save big money at Menards.